0: you never have and you have to stick around So take care of yourself now
1: Don't let yourself get down Take care of yourself This is Rex Gamble. Welcome as we continue with the mind surgery segment of the Unique Technique program and install the junk proof filter. Since there are only two ways we learn anything, spaced repetition and emotional involvement, let us review the mind surgery to this point. First, what is mind surgery? Mind surgery is unloading the junk that weights us down as we make it down the path of life. Mind surgery is plugging the energy leaks in our system. Mind surgery is eliminating the NIOPs from our life. NIOP, the negative influence of other people. Mind surgery is dealing with the feelings of life. It's an unlearning process. We replace the negatives with positives. We learn that 80% of all disease is caused by fear, anger, or both. We know that fear, worry, and anxiety are all intermingled and cannot be separated. Like what is worry? Worry is a thin of fear. Worry is negative goal setting. Worry is vividly thinking about what we don't want to happen in our lives. Worry is misusing the imagination. Worry is misusing the imagination. Imagination, 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 imagination. We now understand that free floating anxiety is a degree of fear that runs constantly through our veins. And we need to remember the three simple facts of life. Things are never as bad as they seem. Most of the things we worry about never happen, and everything always turns out for the best. We learn that anger is unresolved fear. We in turn know about dealing with the feelings of anger, and how very important it is, because 90% of what goes wrong in our lives is the result of reacting. We learn that a reaction is an act without a plan, and an action is an act with a plan now as we continue i hope you're not just intellectualizing and generalizing these negatives but are admitting to yourself the degree that they are using a technical term screwing up your life and that you are prepared to use the techniques to perform mind surgery on yourself When we don't understand those funny little feelings inside, when we aren't dealing with the feelings of life as they come along, we have a lot of pain, don't we? As we continue, remember that all personal growth and self-development starts with self-honesty. While I believe that fear and anger are the two top problem areas in most of our lives that require mind surgery, I consider number three to be guilt. Why guilt? Well, I am convinced from my own experiences that guilt is the biggest reason most of us maintain a low self-image. And we know that it's a proven fact that none of us will ever be any more successful than what is consistent with our self-image. So why does guilt lower the self-image? Simply because it gives us a feeling of unworthiness. We aren't as successful and as happy as we could be because we feel unworthy. And here we need to learn how to get out of our own way to success. Getting out of our own way to success and ridding ourselves of the guilt starts with first the awareness of the degree of guilt that we have, then understanding how we got it, and finally knowing the techniques to use to eliminate it. We need to know that 90% of all of our guilt is unfounded. Yes, 90% of our guilt is unfounded. Once we really understand and accept that, we are then in a position to reduce the degree of guilt we're carrying to only about 10%. And look what that will do for your self-image. You see, 90% of our guilt is caused by the trips laid on by parents, teachers, religion, society, our peers, and even ourselves. And it's not really the trips that are laid on that causes us problem, but rather what we read into them or buy out of them that causes us problem. If you find that you have the same or similar problem as I did, here's the mind surgery technique. Do mind surgery on the words good or bad. Remember, what's good anyway? What's bad anyway? What's good for you can be bad for me and vice versa. When I did mind surgery on the words good and bad, I replaced them with right and wrong. Then I heard my friend Gail Stewart say, Nothing is right or wrong, but thinking makes it so. Wow, I like that. Now I don't know what to replace good or bad with. The search for the truth is endless, isn't it? The more I learn, the less I'm sure of. Did you hear about the guy who said, I've given up my search for the truth, I'm now looking for a good fantasy. We have all allowed others to lay trips on us about what's good and bad in many areas of our lives, and we don't get in touch with these. What's good, what's bad, what's right, and what's wrong is the way we feel about these things, and there are negatives that influence and affect our self-image. Now you can see how vitally important mind surgery is. Once we really get a handle on mind surgery and know how to use the junk food filter, we will no longer let others do our thinking for us. We will clearly understand the importance of treating all so-called advice as ideas and information to be filtered through our belief system. And we will learn how to go within for all advice. We've talked about the 90% of our guilt that are unfounded, and we need to use mind surgery on But how about the 10% of our guilts that are founded? We certainly need to address them, don't we? The 10% might be the only thing that is stopping us from being the happiest, most successful person in the world. It has been my experience that guilt will never stop you from doing anything. It's only when you feel, you truly feel ashamed of your actions or inactions that you're likely to change anything. Guilt alone will only give you a low self-image. Think about it. Now let me say right here, if you're doing anything that you aren't willing to tell another human being about, it will destroy you. Did you hear me say that? It will destroy you. It's not the thing you're doing necessarily that's so bad, but the way you feel about it. If you feel that it's so bad that you can't tell someone else about it, then it's having a devastating effect on your self-image, and this, my friend, will destroy you. You might want to keep this well in mind as you make it down the path of life. Like I said, 95% of what I talk about, I have proven to myself to be absolutely right in my own life, and I have proven this point to be true. Here is the simple truth about guilt and the self-image. Either you have to stop doing what you're doing, or you must stop feeling guilty about it. And it is sometimes necessary to muster up a high degree of self-honesty to know which one you need to do, right? On a scale of 1 to 10, where is your self-image right now? Be honest now. All personal growth starts with self-honesty. Through mind surgery, we raise our self-image, and when we have a high self-image, we in turn have a high degree of self-esteem. With high self-esteem, we feel good about ourselves. And that right there is an ingredient of success, isn't it? The next negative I feel most of us need to perform mind surgery on, at least at some point in our lives, is jealousy. Remember, in order to have a or change anything in our lives, we must first properly identify the problem. A problem properly identified is half solved. And to have or change anything in our lives, we must be able to clearly define and explain it, right? So, what is jealousy? It is difficult sometimes to distinguish between jealousy and envy, for they often run into one another and are blended together. The most valid distinction seems to be that jealousy is always personal. The envious person suspects another of seeking to deprive him of some good that he already possesses. Jealousy is, in many cases, preferable to envy, since it aims at the preservation of some good which we think belongs to us, whereas envy is a frenzy that cannot endure, even an idea. The good of others. Jealousy is such a headstrong passion in which consists its danger. It is said that jealousy is love. This is not true. For though jealousy may be procured by love as ashes are by fire, yet jealousy extinguishes love as ashes smothers a flame. Jealousy may exist without love, And this is common, for jealousy can feed on that which is bitter the same as that which is sweet, and is sustained by pride as often as by affection. Jealousy can be a devastating blow to a young man's ego. The mere thought that his girlfriend or wife could possibly be attracted to another man can crush his ego and the fear of losing her to another man in many cases is almost unbearable. Fear and jealousy walk hand in hand. I had a beautiful woman go through one of my unique technique programs who had had a jealous boyfriend. He also had a high degree of bottled anger, So one night he shot her five times in the face. This was jealousy expressed itself through anger. This anger was a reaction, wasn't it? A reaction is an act without a plan. An action is a logical and practical plan. Right? Now this beautiful lady is dead and the boyfriend will spend a good part of his life in prison. All because of extreme jealousy. Psychiatrists and psychologists tell us that extreme jealousy is a form of insanity. Doctors tell us that violent fits of jealousy tears the nervous system to pieces so that the victim is often a complete wreck for a long time. Jealousy, simply defined, is a monster proving our lack of faith in ourselves. Envy is a lack of confidence in our abilities and fear is an insecurity rooted within. There have been many times in every human being's life that the demon of jealousy and envy has reared its ugly head and caused us to react rather than act. And there will likely be times in the future that this will happen again. Now here is a vitally important point. If you wait until that happens again to start dealing with the feeling, it's too late. The time to perform mind surgery is now. Now is the time. And here's the technique. You know how you have reacted in the past and expressed jealousy and envy, don't you? Right now, in your mind, put yourself in a position that you have in the past and most likely would in the future react and express a degree of jealousy and envy. Do you have a situation in mind? Okay, now think it all the way through and see yourself in your mind truly dealing with that feeling. See yourself thinking it out logically and acting rather than reacting. Now don't just uh, do it once, but play the MMMs. The MMMs are the mental movies of the mind. Keep playing the mmm's over and over in your mind until there is no doubt in your mind that you have programmed the great computer of the mind to act rather than react. Like most everything else in life, timing is everything. Now is the time to perform mind surgery on jealousy and envy. Wait until you find the ugly monster welling up inside and it's too late. You are too emotionally involved then. And as much as you might wish you wouldn't, you will react in the same or like manner as you have in the past. So why don't you do yourself a favor and perform mind surgery now? There's another area of jealousy and envy that we need to take a look at. I call it professional jealousy. In many cases in life, professional jealousy is the prime, if not the only, hang-up that prevents a person from reaching great heights in their business and professional career. And sadly enough, they don't seem to have the awareness of what they are doing to themselves, when it's clear to everyone around them. Maybe they simply don't have enough self-honesty to admit it to themselves. How about you? Do you have a high degree of professional jealousy that's causing you problems and holding you back? Be honest now. If you do, you owe it to yourself to first perform mind surgery and then... Practice patience and keep growing in the direction you're going so you will be in the proper position to act rather than react when the time is right. Here again, we must all muster up a high degree of self-honesty admit to ourselves that mind surgery is needed in this area of our lives, and it takes the proper action at the right time to do something about it. The next negative we need to perform mind surgery on is resentment now if you tell me that you don't have resentments from time to time i would have to ask you what else you lie about we all have them don't we it's not having resentment that's the problem it's keeping them that causes problems like my friend kevin roberts says we don't drown by falling into deep water we drown by staying there think about it a major contributing factor in my becoming an alcoholic was resentment. And at the time, I wasn't even aware of it. I wasn't dealing with the feelings of resentments, one at a time. I wouldn't get mad at people, I'd get drunk at them. After I acquired a high degree of self-honesty in this area of my life, I found that I wasn't not only not dealing with the feelings, one at a time as it came along, but I had some deep-seated resentments that were weighing me down as I made it down the path of life that went all the way back to my childhood. I had resentments towards my parents and my brothers and sisters and friends, and I was not aware of what these resentments were doing to me. I didn't realize that these resentments were hurting no one but me. Because this was going into my consciousness and had nothing to do with anyone else. Now that I've performed mind surgery on resentments, and when someone makes a snide remark to me, I often say, "I wish I could afford to resent that." By saying that, keeps me aware of the fact that resentment was no one but me. How about your resentments? Are you dealing with the feelings of your resentments one at a time as they come along? How about your deep-seated resemblance? Is it time that you unloaded this junk that's been weighting you down as you make it down the path of life? Mind surgery is the answer, and now is the time to perform mind surgery. The next negative we need to perform mind surgery on is criticism. I have observed that there are a lot of people who aren't the happiest, most successful person they know because of this one character defect, this one hang-up. They haven't learned about dealing with the feelings of criticism. Until I performed mind surgery on myself, I had a large problem in this area of my life. I would say something like, don't give me that constructive criticism, bull. Criticism is criticism. I don't like it. When we operate in this manner, we close the door on many good ideas that otherwise would come our way. Because people soon learn that we can't handle criticism, so they keep their mouths shut and we lose the benefit of their ideas. Here is the technique for dealing with a feeling of criticism. First, always remember, you are your only living judge. Therefore, when someone criticizes you, treat it as a question. Either it's true about you, or is not. You and you alone must honestly decide. Now, if it's true, you might want to respond in this manner. Say, thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'd never thought of that before. And if it's false, you might want to respond in this manner. Say, thank you for the input. I'll give it some thought. This way, you keep the door open for all ideas to flow. Like Woodrow Wilson said, I not only use all the brains I have, but all I can borrow. To help me remember... I'm the only living judge of me, I say to myself, when I'm wrong, I'll make it right, and when I'm right, I'll make it stick. And I have a little prayer I use in dealing with the feelings of criticism. It goes like this, God help me promptly admit it when I'm wrong, and make me easy to live with when I'm right. To what degree is criticism holding you back from getting where you want to go in life? Do you think now is a good time to perform mind surgery? Please turn the cassette over at this point for the proper cueing of the other side. the next negative we need to perform mind surgery on is blame placing we are all great blame placers when you see a man who can smile when things go wrong and just thought of someone he can blame it on the biggest problem with blame placing and not admitting it when we make a mistake is that there is no room for growth Where is it with you in this area of your life? Be honest now. Do you need to perform mind surgery in this area? The next negative we need to take a close look at is depression. This is a job for the psychiatrist and psychologist. And without help, the problem will only get worse. And the longer you go without help, the longer it'll take after you do seek help. We need to be aware of this. Not only for our own sake, but for those who touch our lives. You will have jumped the biggest hurdle here when you rid yourself of the stigma that only crazy people have got to go to psychiatrists or psychologists. We're all a little bit crazy, and from time to time we all have psychological problems that a good expert in the field could help us overcome in short order, whereas it might take years to overcome without help. Or we might never overcome it. We might just live with it all of our lives. And this is a hang-up. A hang-up is a character defect, a shortcoming, or anything that stops us or even slows us down from getting where we want to go in this life, or stops us from reaching our level of excellence. The next negative we need to perform mind surgery on is boredom. Boredom destroys lives, careers, homes, marriages, families, and most certainly happiness. Here again, we need to first define the word boredom, determine what causes it, and finally know how to rid ourselves of the negative by replacing it with a positive. The number one cause of boredom and job burnout is repetition, tedious repetition. After defining and identifying the cause, we then need to muster up a high degree of self-honesty and ask ourselves, to what degree is boredom working against me in my life? My business, my professional life, my home life, my social life, all areas of my life. Once we have this awareness, we then turn to the solution. We can perform mind surgery on boredom in many ways, and it can be fun. You can turn boredom around in all areas of your life by identifying the problem determining the cause, and through mind surgery replace a negative with a positive. How about some of those negatives that are well ingrained into your habit system, such as procrastination, poor eating habits, poor exercise habits, smoking habits, drinking habits? And how about the negatives like maybe an ego problem, inferiority complex problem? Are you dealing with the feelings of the pressures on your job? How about balance in your financial affairs? Did I ring in your bells there? One way to identify and get in touch with all of these negatives is to take a personal inventory. Put a line down the center of a piece of paper and show your assets on the left side and your liabilities on the right side. When I first learned that it is a proven fact that none of us will ever be any more successful than what is consistent with our self-image, I knew it was absolutely essential that I perform mind surgery on these negatives that we've talked about. After performing mind surgery on the negatives, replacing the negatives with the positive, I started feeling much better about my degree of self-image. Then I asked myself, what else can I do to improve my self-image? I choose to use mental and action discipline to feel better. People ask me, what do you mean by action discipline? Well, I'm a recovering procrastinator, so I choose to use action discipline. I choose to develop and practice good habits. I choose to expand my conscious awareness. I choose to maintain an attitude of gratitude to feel better. If our hearts are full of gratitude, is there room for anything else? As a result of these choices, A, I do not remain in any narrow or restricted concept. B, I accept for myself a fuller, more meaningful expression of life. And C, I experience a greater awareness of wholeness and a feeling of peace of mind and happiness. This concludes the first segment on mind surgery. I have given you the tools, the delicate instruments to use to perform mind surgery on yourself. And oh, I hope you will. This is a very valuable concept. When you get a handle on mind surgery, you will take off the garbage before it's too late. You will unload the junk that's been weighing you down all of your life. You will plug the energy leaks in your system. The first segment, mind surgery, is important, but it does little good without the second segment. The second segment is where we install the junk-proof filter. If we're not aware of the importance of using the junk proof filter, the old ideas will come back and we will pick up other negatives as we continue to make it down the path of life. Here are the installation instructions for installing the junk proof filter. There are six steps to installing the filter. And I hope you will write them down. Remember, Ty Boyd says after three days, we remember 10% of what we hear, 20% of what we see, and 67% of what we write down. Here are the steps. Step 1. When we install the junk-proof filter, we no longer allow anyone to use us for a garbage can. We say, don't dump on me, I'm not a garbage can. Step 2. We no longer pick up the junk that weights us down. We say, I'm not a junk dealer. Step three, we eliminate the N.I.O.P.s from our lives, the NIOPs, the negative influence of other people. We say, thank you, but I don't live there anymore. Step four, we no longer take on other people's problems. We say, that's your problem. Step five, we stop being a people pleaser by saying, please, I'd rather you did it yourself. Step six, we plug the energy leaks in our system by saying nothing is hard or easy, it simply is. If you write down these six steps and read them repetitiously until you burn them into your consciousness, it will do wonders for you. It will help you reach your ultimate goal we all share, peace of mind and happiness. Perform mind surgery on yourself. Install the junk proof filter. Practice the principles outlined in the first two segments of the unique technique, and I can promise you a happier, more successful life. Please fast forward this tape to the end and go on to side A of the next cassette.